Alright, hello punters, welcome to another edition of Off The Map. We've got the Colgate Optic White Stakes there, where Avilius is the favourite for the Group 1. I've got Lee Dalton on the phone this time. Bit of a long distance chat this time, Lee, but it'll be the same insights as we go through the maps there for Randwick on Saturday. Yeah, good afternoon, Brad. Yeah, we're doing it over the phone, which is a little bit different, and we ask that the uh, listeners forgive us a little bit this week. If it's not crystal clear, but the information will still be high quality, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, of course. Alright, now we'll start with the Dali T-Rose Stakes, 1,400 metres. I guess the one that everybody wants to know about here is Libertini, drawn wide. Where does she land? Look, I don't think there's many options here with Libertini, but to be bang out of the gates, try and get across, and not going to have the speed to be outside of Anaheed. Anaheed's had the two runs at the 1,100, now up to 1,400. Uh, she's a, a fast, fast filly, so don't expect Libertini to be matching motors with her early, but can definitely get across from that draw. I don't see too many kicking up inside, apart from... Aspect ratio holding its spot. Letter poor should hold its spot. I thought Darling Point can be a little bit closer this week. The change of tactics last week to go back. Um, before that, obviously, dominant in a maiden when racing closer to the speed. With not too much tempo here and a lot of get-back types, such as uh, Matty Rock saying Covered Spirit subpoenaed, I thought it was a good opportunity for them to ride Darling Point a little bit closer. But don't think there'll be any issues in regards to... Uh, getting across into a good position for Libertini, that won't be her drama tomorrow. No chance that Flit is a little bit closer from one, or have you got her stamped oh, as a backmarker? Not stamped particularly. Um, look, we haven't seen a whole lot of her, but obviously 1,400 new territory drawn barrier one. I could easily slip her forward to where I've got Probabil there. I've got Probabil midfield, Flit off midfield. You could switch those two around. I wouldn't have thought would be much closer than midfield, however, but definitely capable of being a pair closer if they were, were wanting to do it that way. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, moving across to the to the Bill Ritchie here, you've got Avantage, the Kiwi, as the leader. Uh, you've got this as an average clip. I guess that depends on Arcademus, how quickly he wants to go, just tucking in behind, because we know he's a horse that likes to roll through his gears. 100%. I, I would have liked to have seen Arcademus step to 1,600 second up rather than staying at the 1,400. Uh, it wasn't great to begin in the tramway and uh, wasn't able to take up his preferred spot leading. I just thought here, uh, we've seen a fair bit of advantage in Australia uh, in those good races back in the autumn. Uh, resumed in New Zealand over the 1200, drew wide, was slow away on that occasion, then had the speed to work around and take up a forward position. I just thought, on paper, I have to map advantage in front, but I wouldn't be shocked if we see a much more up and rolling sort of Arcademus or even Desert Lord at 1400. We've seen Desert Lord lead all the way over uh, 1400 at the Kenzo and completely kick Holdings brains in which is very very strong so um, yeah there's those three there that probably look like one of the three lead after that you struggle to find the next sort of pair and pair after that that's how I came up with an average tempo I don't think outside of the three leading chances there's really any pressure in this race. Is there a little question mark on Cascadian here? Is he? Have you got him relatively confident that he's going to be in the second half of the field, or is there a slight chance that he's a little bit closer, drawn well? Look, he has drawn well. Went back to the trials after uh, that, that really good debut in the Show County Australian debut. They didn't fly along in that race, but it was probably more the, the, the poor start and the wide barrier that forced Cascadian so far back. Look... I, I couldn't see any close to the midfield for sure, but we haven't seen a whole lot of it either. On the evidence I've seen, probably midfield, if not a pair worse. All right. 
All right, now this is going to be a... You've got a lot of time for. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he goes towards the Epsom because I think he's a horse that will get in nice and light there if he happens to win the, the Bill Ritchie, get a little penalty and maybe sneak into the field. The shorts, uh, this is obviously a really interesting race. It may fall apart a little bit further with a few potential scratchings, but we can only deal with what, what they are at the moment. So we're missing Santa and Elaine and Sunlight. Uh, you've got Red Zell as the leader and, and a fast t tempo for this particular race. Like we said a fortnight ago with the Concorde, it, it's not like a breakneck speed, but when you get these high-class sprinters together, they, they generally do run early time. They run over all time because they're just a different gravy to the majority of the horses that we deal with. So Red's our lead. There's not a lot of pressure. I thought Sunlight would be a lot closer here than in the uh, Concorde. Uh, I thought Sunlight might have been up outside of Red's if it was here. Take Sunlight out. Next in line, you've got the Joker or Jonker. I suppose now Home of the Brave goes all the way forward from that wide draw, but 1100's new territory. I've got yeah. in her time mapped right behind the speed, but I'm pretty sure there's a query over her on a wet track running. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yep. So then you're left with Classique Legend taking up that spot running fourth, potentially, a little bit closer. I've said midfield on my map, but take out sunlight, take out in her time, up running third, fourth, and having getting a perfect run, really. Yeah, and I guess if there is a couple of scratchings for Pierrata, that just means that he can settle that touch closer, just given the, the field smaller. I think, yeah, a touch closer to the lead, but I still would anticipate from that barrier nine, he goes back with Viridine, Osborne, Bulls. Uh, Graf also draws poorly, but I thought Graf had the speed early to sort of follow home of the brave across and at least find a spot midfield. But I still think at 1,100, you're going to have Pierrata, Viridine and Osborne, Bulls in that rearward clump. It's sort of a race of two races, so to speak, here. It's a funny little race, but they should get their chance to run on again. It looks a, a similar type setup to what we saw first up in the Concord, where Redzel was able to lead and hang on, but you had Piorata closing really fast along with Brass, and then now we throw Classique Legend in the mix here to make it even more interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Well, by this point, this is race six, we'll certainly know if there is an established pattern to the days. Well, the rail back into the true, so there should be a nice fresh patch on the inside, but you do find it Randwick they come down the guts of the track. Uh, yeah, generally, like with the weather we've had this week, it's, it's perfect here today. I only live 10 minutes from Randwick, and uh, we've had a terrific day, but it, they're not drying conditions as such, so we're going to be dealing with a heavy, and as you say, they, they do want to get away from the fence come the heavy tracks, slow tracks at Randwick. Yeah, all right. Uh, the Group 1 Colgate Optic White, out to the mile, as I touched on, Avilius is favourite here, but only just has been plenty of early support for Dreamforce. Now, tempo-wise, we've seen Samadout dictate uh, both both races back this time in and, and win really well. Completely different scenario for him, not only because of the wet track, but there's pressure here as well. Completely different setup for uh, Sama Doubt. Dreamforce throws a, a complete different element to this race. Angel of Truth's obviously second up here and is going to be that little bit more forward and uh, not going to be handing up, so to speak, quite as easy as last time. So I've got Dreamforce leading with Sama Doubt sitting up outside. Look, that's the early tempo. Summit out may wish to push on and really try to dictate, but going to have to run some really solid sectionals to do that. As far as early speed goes, there's not much between Dreamforce and Summit out. So, given Dreamforce has got the good draw, you have to think the opportunity be there to hold the lead if they wished. Okay, and how does the race look for Avilius? I think it looks better than last week uh, or a fortnight ago. Definitely a, a similar map position back. In the second half of the field, uh, I've got Avilius going back with very elegant just in front of him. 
and could probably track very elegant into the race. The horse, from a map point of view, that jumps off the page is Happy Clapper here. Uh, with that good speed, he, drawn in four, can just flop out and sort of stalk the speed all the way. He appears the map horse in this race, but the tempo is going to give Avilius a chance to see the real Avilius today and hopefully has a bit of a softer run than last time. Yeah, all right. Uh, we'll quickly touch on the last race. Uh, just due to probably Roheron, I guess, is the interesting runner here from a Mac perspective. He's got going to have it all in front of him, uh, given he's going to be giving these a, a, a big start. A big start, but it might be the ideal situation here. Heavy track, last race of the day, there's a fast tempo. It could just be the perfect storm for Roe here and dropping back from the 1,400 to the 12 here. Uh, look, looking at that run the other day, you have to probably think maybe he is just a 1,200-metre horse. The 1,400 is just a, a bridge too far at this point in his career. It's obviously only start number six to, tomorrow, but you might think at this stage 1,200 is the ideal trip, but we've got a stack of speed here. You Make Me Smile goes quick. Bolero King's first up. Sweet Scandal's got to go forward with the apprentice on board. Prime Candidate would probably love to lead this, but is dropping back from 1,400 to 1,200. I just thought early might be sped off by a couple of those. Uh, Grey Worm goes forward. Don't Give a Damn heading towards a Kosciuszko is going to be in the first four or five. And even Piracy, I've mapped Piracy off pace, um, sort of just behind the leaders, but does have the blinkers first time, and there's another one that can inject speed into this. So it sets up very well for a horse like Rohirin or Improvement, who are going to be the, the closers here at the, the end of the day. Yeah, okay, all right, that's good. A couple of little good little nuggets there for the punters to take into the weekend there. Uh, it's a good day's yeah. racing to certainly get involved. Thank you again, Lee, for, for joining us and, and offering those insights for us. No problems, Brad. Thanks for your time, and we'll talk next week.